Welcome to the Navigating Cancer Together podcast. My name is Talea Dendi. I'm an 11-year cancer thriver, cancer doula, and owner of On the Other Side. I use my experience to help others get on the other side of cancer. Gaps between the guidance, emotional support, and education that are needed and what one receives can be huge. This podcast fills those gaps by sharing stories, resources, and information about all things related to cancer and wellness. I interview guests from all walks of life who are living with cancer, caregivers, and those who are thriving on the other side. Also, I talk with organizations, healthcare professionals, and experts in the health and wellness spaces who offer complimentary and integrative care. Join me. We are in this together. Disclaimer, the purpose of this podcast is to educate and to inform. The podcast is provided on the understanding that it does not constitute medical or other professional advice or services. It is not a substitute for professional care by a doctor or other qualified medical professionals and is not intended for the use in the diagnosis or treatment of individual conditions. Guests who speak in a podcast express their own opinions, experience, and conditions conclusions. Neither Talea Dendi, Navigating Cancer Together, On the Other Side, LLC, nor any of its affiliates endorses, supports, or opposes any treatment option or other matter discussed in a podcast. The mention of any product, service, organization, activity, or therapy on a podcast should not be construed as an endorsement. Hello, everyone. This is Talea Dendi from OnTheOtherSide.life, and you're listening to the Navigating Cancer Together podcast, the show that has something for everyone facing cancer. Why? Because everyone is different with different needs, beliefs, and perspectives. Thank you for joining us for this episode. I encourage you to open your minds and your hearts. Today, our very special guest is Dr. Keith Hersey. Dr. Hersey is a licensed pharmacist in Durham, North Carolina, and he is the owner of Hersey Pharmacy. Dr. Hersey was born in New York, but raised in North Carolina. And from the time he was in high school, he's had a passion and desire to help people live healthy lives. After graduating high school, Dr. Hersey went on to receive his Pharma D from the University of North Carolina at Chapel Hill. For nearly 20 years, he worked as a community pharmacist at Eckerd, Rite Aid, and Walgreens. In 2020, Dr. Hersey started his own pharmacy which is called Hersey Pharmacy. Dr. Hersey has a wealth of experience and expertise in functional medicine. His purpose is to help people learn to reduce their use of medications. Dr. Hersey has been married to his wife, Deborah, for 28 years, and he loves spending time with their son, Jordan, and his dog and cat, Karma and Mimi. Dr. Hersey, thank you so much for joining us today and welcome. Thank you. Thank you for having me. It's my pleasure. So let's just dive right in, Dr. Hersey. You own your own pharmacy. Why did you choose pharmacy as a profession? 
was quite a long story, but I can give you the abbreviated version. I worked in healthcare probably from the time that I graduated as an undergrad for about 10 years as a, like a medical technologist. So I worked in a laboratory in the hospital for most of that time. And I liked doing it. The only downside of it was that working in the lab, you didn't have any interaction with the patients. You just basically got the samples from the nurses or the medical ward or the, the doctors and they'll just send the test into the lab and tell you which test they want and you go and perform the test and send the results back to them but you didn't have any interaction with patients. I wanted to be in healthcare but I wanted to be in something else or directly working with people hands on. So I just decided to go to pharmacy school in my 30s and so I was like one of the oldest students <laughs> when I was in pharmacy school. And so that was like a big shift there. But that's the reason I got into pharmacy in the first place. Okay. Thank you, Dr. Hersey, for sharing that. And I want to commend you too for not worrying about age or anything like that. 30 is pretty young, but I want to applaud you for kind of redirecting your career, so to speak. Yeah, that was a big challenge because I was just married a few years, so I would never been able to get through with it without the, the support of my wife. That's wonderful. Dr. Hersey, why did you decide to start your own pharmacy after working with Eckerd, Rite Aid, and Walgreens? Was there something that you were seeing that you wanted to do differently in your own pharmacy? I would like to say that was the case, but actually what had happened is that, like I said, I worked for the major chains for most of that time. And then a few years ago, a couple of the chains merged. And when they merged, they closed a lot of the stores that overlap. And my store was one of the stores that overlapped. So they closed my store. So actually I had to decide to do something because after they closed my store, me and my wife, we thought about it prayed about it and whether to try to find a job in another chain pharmacy or try to do something else. Then we finally decided to take a leap of faith and start our own pharmacy. Congratulations. That's huge. Being a Black pharmacist and then also a Black pharmacy owner, did you notice any barriers or anything that you faced while making that shift to be your own owner? The initial plan was when we started the pharmacy, it was going to be part of a small franchise. Because of that, we were thinking that maybe we're taking like less risk doing that way. But unfortunately, a month after we opened, the franchise said that we're dropping all of our franchisees. Wow. Uh, we can't keep them. So we had to make a big shift from being part of a franchise to being totally on our own, basically a month after we opened. So that was a big shift. And then also work as a black pharmacist. So you had to work harder to try to convince people to give you a chance and people to make sure that to see that you're qualified, probably have to be twice as qualified. But I never really had a problem with that because I felt confident what I knew I was doing. And if someone had a problem, that was their problem, not really my problem. Thank you so much for sharing that. And I'm glad that you and your wife were able to make that quick pivot with your business. Dr. Hersey, can you tell us how Hersey Pharmacy is different than a big box pharmacy? That's probably um, our 
biggest selling point is that we're different than the big Walgreens and CVS and places like that and Walmart. A lot of those places, they have so many, especially the bigger stores, they have do so many prescriptions. They don't really have the time or opportunity to really get to know their patients. And then also a lot of those places now, because of the deteriorating working conditions in a lot of those places now that the turnover is a lot higher than what it used to be as well. So you don't even keep the same pharmacists or pharmacy staff. You have a lot of turnover now. With our pharmacy, you get personal attention. We know everybody's name. We also, it's me and my wife, so it's not going to change. You'll come in and somebody else will be in there one day or something like that. So you have that consistency. And I think that's important to help build that type of relationship with your pharmacist that you feel like you know them and they know you and they can feel free with any questions or concerns and come up to you and seek your advice. Thank you for sharing that. And that's really important, especially when people are facing chronic illnesses and diseases like cancer. That's so important to have that common face and that person who actually knows you. So to that point, Dr. Hersey, as you know, when someone is diagnosed with cancer or any major illness or disease, they can be given a lot of medications. What advice do you have about medication management and drug safety? I think probably the first thing that's important to do is that hopefully you can have a local pharmacist that you work with and that you have a relationship with. It's always good to be, regardless of wherever you go, to be like at one place so that all your medications are on one file and people can know exactly what you're taking. A lot of times, if people go to one place or another, depending on the price or convenience, the bad thing about that is that your record, your medication record may not be like at one place. That's pretty important because you may be taking something that may interact with something else, but the pharmacist may not be aware of it because you are taking another prescription somewhere else and vice versa. So I think the biggest thing is place that you choose to make sure that, first of all, to try to get all your medications, all your over-the-counter products, all that at the same place so that they'll have a record of everything so that the pharmacist can make sure that they review and check your medications and make sure they check for any kind of interactions or adverse reactions that may happen. Another big thing is that you may have like duplication because you may have the same type of medication, but they may be like two different medications in the same class, but do the same thing. So that's another thing, especially if people don't go to the same pharmacy or they jump around, they have different doctors, they don't have a consistent like medical office that they work with. Like one doctor may not know, say someone may be on a certain antidepressant in in the class, but if they go to another doctor that's in another system, they may not be aware of it. And both doctors write prescriptions and then you have a duplicative effect or you may even have something that may contradict with the other medication and it may make the other medication not work as well. The biggest thing I think someone can do is just having that consistency, being at one place where pharmacists can best evaluate your medications. Thank you for sharing that, Dr. Hersey. That's a great point. You're right. Really, due to cost, a lot of people do go to several different pharmacies, but it's a great point. It's really good to try to have all your medications in one place so the pharmacist knows what you're taking and making sure what you're taking doesn't affect something else you're taking. Great advice. 
Dr. Hersey, please explain to us what functional pharmacy is and how is that different from regular pharmacy? I think that functional pharmacy and functional medicine, I think that's really the future of medicine and pharmacy, where current traditional medicine and pharmacy, mainly they are geared to treating symptoms, to relieve symptoms of various medical conditions, not so much the condition itself. Functional medicine tries to, and functional pharmacy tries to get to the root of the medical condition. Say if someone has acid reflux, The traditional will just try to reduce, eliminate the acid reflux that's building the acid building or the ability to make acid. But functional medicine will look at what's causing the acid. A lot of times, maybe something dietary that may be causing that or that you're taking or eating something that's causing that. If that's causing it, then if we eliminate the root, the cause, then the symptom should go away. The acid reflux should go away. So you wouldn't need any of the acid reflux medications because we've addressed the root issue. Thank you for sharing that. Dr. Hersey, as part of your business model or the services that you provide to your customers, is that something that you talk about? For example, if it's someone that you see regularly, the medications that they're taking, do you consult them or coach them a little bit on different changes that they could make within their health lifestyle? Yes, especially if I see a patient that their medication list may be getting longer or people are concerned about the cost of their medications, especially if they're treating like chronic conditions, then I can approach the patient and say that there's alternative ways that you can address the problem without medication. I can work with you to help reduce the need for medication. Maybe one day you may not need it all altogether that we address the medical condition itself. When people are in those situations, they're a little more receptive because they may not like how taking all the medications make them feel. They may be just the cost of the medication, especially a big thing is like with diabetics, insulin can be really expensive. Even if you have insurance, the co-pays can be higher than most medications. And then if people are adding, like they may have started off from one type of insulin and they progressed to two or three different ones. So, you know, that's a big cost. If we work together, we may can get you off insulin altogether. And then you'll have money that you spend in co-pays in your pocket and then you'll feel better on top of that. Thank you so much for sharing that. One question that just popped up for me, Dr. Hersey, if you see, for example, like a red flag, Or if you see concerns with your customers that come in, do you follow up with their doctor? How do you work with your customers' doctors if needed? Usually if I see something that's maybe contraindicated, then it may not be something that two medications that may conflict or use together. Usually reach out to the doctor's office. Most staffs have a nurse or someone, the doctor's nurse, most of the time is the person that usually contact and they will relay the message to the doctor. We'll get back in contact with the doctor, the nurse, and I may have some suggestions like as far as instead of using this medication, maybe use this one. This one won't interact and it may be able to relieve the issue at hand. The doctors may make changes or discontinue medications based on what advice I give them. Dr. Hersey, what is de-prescribing medications? And is this something that a patient can initiate with their doctor? Also, when is it a good idea to do this? 
I think that if you do the deep prescribing, that you go through the process of either reducing or eliminating the medications that you're taking, especially for chronic conditions. And I would recommend any patient that does that, that they would work hand in hand with their pharmacist and their doctors. They go through it. And if you walk through those steps together, so the doctor is always aware that, hey, I'm taking half of what I used to. And when you see my labs, look at that accordingly. Or I've been working on my diet and eating healthier over the last six months. And you can check my blood levels and that may be a reason why it's down. And then the follow-up being down, maybe I can reduce the dosage of, say, my cholesterol medicine because my cholesterol levels are more in line or my blood pressure is more normal so I can cut down the dosage or of the blood pressure medicine or something like that. Yeah, definitely. If you do this, you probably need to work hand in hand with your pharmacist and your doctor and just making them aware. As I found that most doctors, they're not against reducing or eliminating medication. They just want to know about it. They just want to be informed through the process so they can see and help them make the decision. There'll be a decision together with the patient and their provider if they decide to reduce or eliminate certain medications. As a pharmacist, Dr. Hersey, I'm sure you see the results of healthcare disparities. What are some of those disparities that you have witnessed or experienced personally? And how have those disparities impacted you or your customers? The biggest disparity is just overall access to quality health care. I can remember when I first started being a pharmacist, and this was the Pre-Affordable Care Act. And it was really bad. People having a lack of access to health care still see it not to the same extent as it was before. But people using the emergency room as health care, which that's just as bad in so many ways because one is way more expensive. And then you may get to the point where not much can be done because the condition has worsened by the time that you've felt bad enough to go to the emergency room. Also, an emergency room is just patch you up and send you somewhere else. So that's not really healthcare. They're not in there to help really resolve long-term, especially if you have chronic health conditions. They're just here to make sure that you're breathing, you know, your heart is going, your brain is functioning. I think the biggest thing is that you still have people that kind of fall through the cracks where they have a job, but they don't make enough money to afford health insurance, but they make too much money to get, say, like Medicaid or something like that. That's probably like the biggest group that you have as far as health disparity. So they're in the no man's land. They're using the emergency room as health care because they don't have a regular primary care provider. Also, their conditions get worse because they're not seeing someone on a regular basis. So the only time that they get seen is that if it's an emergency condition and they have to check into an emergency room. I think if we had just more of an expansion to cover people like that, that people that are working but may work in jobs that don't offer health care benefits because they're small businesses or they can't afford the premiums to be taken out of their check because they have to pay the bills and lights and clothes and kids and everything like that. And there's no money left to pay for health insurance. I think that's the biggest area that needs to be addressed. Thank you for sharing that. Dr. Hersey, do you know of any resources that people can utilize if they're having problems paying for their prescriptions or medications? If you're taking or need to take like a brand name medication, 
Most big pharmaceutical companies have coupons to reduce the cost, or they have patient assistant programs where they will, if you qualify, pay the cost of the medication, and they will even send the medication out to you. If you had a brand name medication, you have a little more ability because the drug manufacturers may have some program to help with generic medications. You want to be in one pharmacy, but you just maybe want to try to find wherever the lowest price because the prices can vary literally from one place to another place next door. Usually a lot of generics may be just low cost. You just have to find the place where there is a low cost, the lowest cost on average. And that's like with most generics now. The biggest thing I've seen from when I started as a pharmacist, most of the medications were brand name medications. And there were some generics, but probably 70, 30, probably brand to generic. Nowadays, it's probably the other way around. Now it's probably 70 generic, 30 brand name. Most of the the drugs that were brand name when I came out of school now are off patent now. That's one thing that's made it a little bit better. Dr. Hersey, you are, I'm assuming, just servicing the North Carolina area. Is that correct? Yeah, I am doing local area, but if someone was interested in getting help as far as working with me, as far as a functional medicine aspect of reducing their medications or working with that, then that's something that anybody, as long as we have an internet connection, I can work with anybody throughout the country with something like that. So that aspect is not limited to Durham or North Carolina. Okay, great. Just to take that a little bit further, Dr. Hersey, if you can name off two or three specific things related to functional medicine that you can help people with, just in case people are wondering, well, I wonder if you can help me with this or that. Are there a couple of things that you can mention? I think that from what I've seen so far, the best results have been with chronic conditions. The biggest one is probably like diabetes that you can, with just foods and physical activity and working the counseling, you can reduce or eliminate a lot of the medications. If someone was really dedicated and working hard, you may can do it as soon as 90 days, but most time, maybe six months. That's probably like the biggest. Another thing is when you get to the root of the problem, a lot of chronic conditions are due to inflammation and just being able to reduce the inflammation. So many health conditions can improve diabetes, high blood pressure, high cholesterol, arthritis. A lot of the different conditions can either be reduced or eliminated with just reducing inflammation. If people are interested in talking to you more about the functional medicine side, how could they set that up? Would they send you an email or call you? Best way is you can either call us at the pharmacy and you can email our pharmacy as well. What we can do from that, if you just get some basic information, you can do like a brief 10, 15 minute discovery call just to see if it's something that worked for you or something that you're motivated in doing and then can go from that point on. Okay. What is the website for Hersey Pharmacy? MyGMP.com slash um, Hersey Pharmacy. That's the basic website and And I will have to update it and that website may be changing soon, but that's it it currently. 
I will put that information in the listen notes so that the audience can find you if they're interested. Another question I want to ask you, Dr. Hersey, is when a person is diagnosed with cancer, what is the first thing that you recommend they do as it relates to your profession as a pharmacist? I think the biggest thing that they can do is if they don't get or feel like they get enough information from their oncologist or their oncologist nurse about the medication is to talk with the pharmacist about the medication. We can talk about, you know, possible side effects of the medication. That's probably like the biggest thing because a lot of the medications for oncology have certain side effects and interactions of being aware of. That's probably like the biggest thing because you're working with the pharmacist on that end and then the oncologist can determine whether therapy is correct or if they have to change therapies. I think also just in general, that doesn't have to do with medication. It's just trying to find ways to reducing the inflammation through diet. That probably helps a lot of times as well, because usually with most cancers, there's a lot of inflammation in the body. As your body is trying to fight off the cancer, that's natural to expect that. If there's ways that you can reduce it or not add on to the inflammation that your immune system that's creating, trying to fight the cancer... I know that's tough to have like a positive mindset. A lot of times people can say which people may be more likely to survive just based on their mindset from after they're diagnosed. And I think that's a big factor as well. Thank you. Dr. Hersey, what would you like the audience to take away from this interview? I would like them to take away, especially if you're in the Durham, North Carolina area, we'll be honored to have you as a patient. You have a good relationship with your pharmacist that you can feel free to talk to that person about if you have any kind of questions or concerns about your medication. And there's a place that you can have as a medical home that you have prescriptions, anything that you take over the counter, any vitamins and supplements that you have them all at the same place so that the pharmacist can have the most information on hand when evaluating your health and medications so they can make good judgments on that. Also, I just think that if people would like to get more personalized care, we're here. And then also, I think in general, most independent pharmacies can provide that. And I think that's really important because some Sometimes having that relationship, people may be able to catch if something is wrong or be able to have that relationship where they can go to bat for you if they need to talk to your provider about changing something and they already have that relationship with you and then it's a little easier to go to the provider. I think those are the most important things. I hope the functional end that I can help contribute to have that grow, I think in the long term that medicine is going to get more and more personalized because the one size fits all is not working. Sometimes you can exacerbate people's medical condition with kind of a shotgun approach than rather just a targeted approach on the medical condition and not just treating symptoms. I'm hopeful for that in the future. That's the thing that really excites me about the future pharmacy moving into that area. 
I agree with that. I think that is so important. Making sure that whatever care you provide to people, it is personalized to them and their needs, their specific situations. And you're right. A lot of people, unfortunately, have suffered because of the cookie cutter approach to healthcare that we see at times. So I would love to see it more personalized and specific to one's condition at that time. Dr. Hersey, is there anything else that you would like to share before we end today? I love what you do. Thank you. People just become an advocate for themselves, for their health. You have the right to that. Don't let anybody try to dissuade you because they have some letters behind their name. It's your body and you have the right to take care of it as you see fit. I would just encourage you, if you're a health advocate for yourself, if the provider is worth their salt and the quality provider, they will respect that. Matter of fact, they will like that because the person that's more involved in more things, they're more likely to do the things to help their health condition. If someone is bothered by that, then I would suggest you probably need to find someone else. Yeah, I agree so much. I'm so grateful that you said that, Dr. Hersey. Just for people to hear someone else saying that that's in the healthcare community is really important and very encouraging. So I heed everyone to take your advice. One final question, Dr. Hersey, what is next for Hersey Pharmacy or what would you like to see it bloom into in the future? We're already trying to begin to shift more to services. I would like to see us become a clinical hub in the community. Not so much even though we'll fill prescriptions, but that being almost like a secondary part, being like a health hub that you come in, we can work with your health conditions. We can help you with supplements. We can do pharmacogenomic testing to see which medications work for you and which ones you should avoid. We have alternatives outside of traditional medicine. We have CBD products for patients, high-grade CBD products, high-grade nutritional supplements. Also, we have point-of-care testing, what we're starting to get into. Right now, we're doing like COVID, flu, and RSV. We hope to branch into doing A1Cs for diabetics, cholesterol testing, HIV testing as well. Hopefully, we can add to that and also provide some other non-traditional services as far as resolving health conditions. But a big part of it would be working with the patient and personalized medication and using lifestyle changes to help reduce or eliminate medications, especially for chronic conditions. That's wonderful. When that comes to fruition, and I know that it will, I would love to have you back on oh, the yeah. show to talk about that because it sounds like you want to go in the direction of more like an alternative type of pharmacy or a holistic yes. type yes. of pharmacy. Yes, I definitely think that's really like the future. I think that we are serving patients better in the long term with that. Let's get to resolving the health conditions than rather just treating the symptoms give people a better quality of life. That's what it's about. I think that's why most people went into the healthcare profession. So Yeah, I agree. Dr. Hersey, I want to thank you so much for your time. I know you're a busy man. I want to thank you for the information that you have shared with my audience, as well as the education that you have provided to them. Thank you for giving me the platform to talk about it today. 
It's my pleasure, Jack DeHerse. And again, thank you for all of the very helpful information that you've shared, as well as shedding more light on functional medicine and healthcare. I look forward to hearing more about all the changes that are going to happen when you go in that more alternative or holistic direction. I think it would be great for the community, your community. We certainly hope so. I want to give a shout out to the listeners. Thank you for joining us. That is it for this Wednesday. If you have enjoyed this episode, please share, subscribe, or follow so that you can easily find my podcast and listen again. Until next time, let's keep navigating cancer together. Take care. Thanks for listening to this episode of Navigating Cancer Together. I hope you enjoyed it. Please be sure to subscribe. And if you enjoyed the show, please share or tell your friends and family about it. For notes from the show and previous episodes, visit ontheotherside.life and check out the podcast section. I would love it if you joined us for the next episode. Talk to you soon.